At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We welcome you back in. It is hour number two of Primetime Action, live from Las Vegas, our South Point Sportsbook Studio. I'm Ben Wilson, joined by Jeff Parles on the desk. We got Wyatt Tomchek here behind the glass, our producer, Sean McCollum on audio, Jeremy Weggel, Isaiah, Von Vrinkel, Dakota, Kavish Martin, all, uh, all downstairs here. And Jeff, we've got ourselves a couple of interesting games here. It's Houston 5-2 lead here in the top of the fourth. Uh, that is our, our main game in action right now here. One of just two. Are we ready to let uh, – is, is Wyatt ready to update scores? Is that – are we ready to bestow the honor upon Wyatt? Oh, oh God, I wasn't ready. All right, I, I got have it. no idea. I, I got know it. it's two ready. games. There we go. Kelly, you I don't, even know, I, uh, I don't even know what website to go to. Is, is Jeremy downstairs? Yes, he yeah, is. Jeremy, can you fire a loser video no, for no, Wyatt? No, 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 no. no. Oh, don't give, don't give Jeremy that's a little pleasure <laughs> of that. Wait until, wait until they pull Luis Garcia after he has five strikeouts. Yeah, then give Wyatt the loser video. By the way, I have the scores here, so I can, I can, I can, I can handle this. Right Google DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, Wyatt. They're going <laughs> to be right there for you. We didn't give you any heads look, up. That, look, was, that was a you, test. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I'm watching the game. I got two bets going on. I actually made bets today. I'm, I'm like you guys. All right. That's uh, before, valid this, point. before we prolong this any any longer and torture our guy, Wyatt, who is doing a very good job Wyatt's tonight, doing a great by the way. He's doing uh, and is all, always does a good job. So we, I appreciate the kind words. Absolutely. It's so kind that I won't be here tomorrow or Monday. That's fine. That's fine. The, One and done. You, 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 you've, you've earned days off. That's for sure. The Astros and the Yankees. Uh, Garcia has two outs in the top of the fourth. Stroh's lead 5-2 at DraftKings. Totals 11.5 live. Yankees plus 510 outright if you want to take a shot on the Yankees mm. coming all the way back. Run line maybe a little more intriguing. Plus three and a half minus 40 on the Yankees. So maybe you take the Yankees to just play them even the rest of the way uh, at plus three and a half. In shocking fashion in Oakland, Ben, they are in the third. Tigers nil. A's nil. Who has hammer in that game, Jeff? Oh, that would be an Oakland home game, then. <laughs> that is down to five and a half juiced under at minus 130 right now at DraftKings. A's minus 140. And uh, the uh, the fourth pitch of the at-bat to uh, Javi Baez. Oh, actually just disappeared. Javi Baez's second plate appearance against Frankie Montas. Do you want to bet, uh, bet in play out at plus 120, Ben? I mean, sure. I think I'd take the strikeout. I would probably, if, Actually, I were, yeah. if I were to, again, just the way that baseball is, especially when you get high strikeout guys like Baez. And again, I'm just bringing this up because DraftKings offers this, other newer books offer this in the newer jurisdictions. 
I'm not endorsing these bets. But there are opportunities to pop in if you're watching said game and like, wait a second here. By, let's just say hypothetically in this circumstance, Baez didn't look good in his first at bat mm-hmm. against, against Montas. Maybe you take a crack on a strikeout because a strikeout, Javi Baez 2-1 to one to strike out in his second at bat, second plate appearance. We know what Javi Montas, Baez's strikeout uh, numbers yeah. are. He did not strike out Baez in the first time up. Okay. Four strikeouts for Montas as he sits through two so there and you two-thirds go. innings. Not bad at all. No, look, again. I'm not saying in, I'm, in, I'm I, I endorsing yeah, I these bets, yeah. but it's one of those where, again, like there's so many markets out there, Ben, that it's hard for every number to be correct. So every once in a while, you may pick up a number that is you think is off base. I'm not saying those numbers are necessarily off base, but there are just, again, so many live markets in the newer jurisdictions that you can pick some stuff yep. off that may ne- may necessarily be a number that is off. That's a good point. You just, if, if you are diligent enough and you're watching these games and you are you know, thinking to yourself, okay, where can I find potential value and edges? That, that's a good place to start. Wyatt with a big fist pump also behind the glass. Uh, fifth strikeout for Luis Garcia. Final out there at the top of the fourth. So he needs one more. A very to efficient 11-pitch inning, 12-pitch inning. I don't know how to do it's math very make well. Your, uh, but he got a strikeout. We're one away. One away. Got to make you feel good. All right. There are the plays for... Young Wyatt Tomchek. We have one more game as well tonight. We'll preview the Giants-Dodgers game a little more in depth. That is at 10.09 p.m. Eastern first pitch tonight. We're also going to talk with Sam Munson of Pro Football Focus in our next hour, just over an hour from now, 9.15 Eastern. We'll talk with Sam all things NFL. We were just talking, Jeff, NFC West last segment. We had the discussion on the AFC West last night, though, and it kind of started to trickle out that one Jeff Parles. Not as high on the Denver Broncos as others in the market. So we thought it would be a good idea. Take a look at some of these alternate prop markets you can bet on these divisions. One is the straight forecast. So when you're looking at this, it's the exact first and second place finish. There's also the dual forecast, which most books offer. So you can just bet straight up uh, just any combination of teams to finish in the top two. If you want to get a little more juicier with the actual numbers, though, you can bet exact order of finisher, one, two. And so we'll look at these combinations here. Your favorite right now, we bring this up because Jeff is not one, so, to, not, so, not so, feeling so, high on so, Denver. So just so I have this right, just to make sure I have this right. This is exact. What we are seeing are, are in exacta. Exact. Exact, yes. one, two. Okay, cool. Got it. Yeah, that's how it works. Five to one on the Chiefs first, Broncos second. Right, so if Broncos were to finish first and the Chiefs were to finish second, as you can see on your screen, that is a separate bet. If you were to do the dual forecast, that uh, just Chiefs, Broncos in general is going to be the favorite. It's going to be at a much lower number, though, since it could be either, you know, either or is the outcome and you would win your bet. Chiefs first, Chargers second is the second choice, five and a half to one. And so, Jeff, I have to imagine you're going to look at one of these that involves the Raiders. It's just a matter of... Which which one stands out? The first one you see that comes up is Chiefs one, Raiders two at ten to one. You could flip that order, get get Raiders winning the division. That's a fifteen to one shot. But you'd probably be just better off taking the Raiders to win the actual division if you think that happens. So right? I I will say this right now, Ben. The one that stands out immediately is the Chargers first, Raiders second, and nineteen to one. That yeah. to me is the juiciest bet by a pretty significant margin in this division. Now, we ha- I have to preface anything I say AFC West-wise, whether it's right now, whether it's next Thursday on a numbers game when it's AFC West Day for me, this division is going to be so competitive. And there is a path for every one of these teams, Ben, winning 12 games. And I don't think that's hyperbole to say – if in the right path, the Raiders could win 12. Denver could win 12. Kansas City, of course, can win 12, even with the turnover. Patrick Mahomes is still there. And the Chargers probably should have won 12 last year and managed to only win nine. So you're you're in a whole scenario here where there is there I can't really quibble with if you want to take a shot on something down the board here, I can't quibble with any of it. Yeah. But the way I handicap this division is that the Chargers to me. As long as the fourth down variance isn't crazy against them this year, they have the best team as a whole in this division. So they should win this division based off of that, especially with a third-place schedule, which is the one benefit of underachieving. And last they are year. the only team that has a—I should correct myself. Broncos also are 
are also in that kind of that mid-tier range if you look at the strength of schedule. Chargers 20th easiest, Broncos 17th easiest. But by contrast, Chiefs hardest schedule by a country mile. Again, if you're just comparing oh, the, the win totals, it's brutal. And then the Raiders have the third hardest schedule this year coming in again based on the win totals as a result of their second place finish with uh, within the division there. So De- definitely gives you an idea of, wh- of what you're looking at if you're just going based based uh, based pure on schedule. So so again again this division. Of all my handicaps, even though I'm high on the Raiders, I'm high on the Chargers. Because of how good all these teams are on paper, I this could be the division that I get as wrong as any division as I've ever gotten before. Just because of how good these teams are. But I, I like that Chargers Raider one at, at 17 to 1. If you look at this division as a whole, Broncos at 10 seems just very high. First time head coach. First time calling the plays since he was in Jacksonville for Hackett. Russell Wilson, first time, not a Seahawk. This is a lot to ask. And again, I am a little bit concerned that the elite Russell Wilson doesn't exist anymore. Could Russell Wilson be elite still and win the MVP for the first time and finally get a first place vote? Of course he could. But I I really do think, Ben, that this lines up to be that the Charger win total over 10 Big number, I understand that. Feels really good. And in the division odds that we just showed from DK, I'd like to be getting slightly more than plus 220. Mm-hmm. But when you have a win total of 10, it's hard to get better than that. So I, I like the Chargers. I think this is the Chargers year out west. Uh, and that's why I like them and the Raiders for that for that exacta. And you might, and because of the juice too, Chargers, even if you go all to win total over, we've talked about this in the past where if we really have conviction on one of these teams, a lot of times you'll see teams go either way over or way under. So you could make a case for, all right, well, let's take a stab at some plus money there. But from what we're seeing in the market, it's not like that juice on the over 11 for the Chargers. Yes, it is plus money, Jeff, but is it really enough for you to warn a bet considering how you see minus 135 on the 10? Like, is that enough? And again, you say you're wanting better numbers. So if, if it really does come, you know, come full circle where you do feel like, okay, Raiders along with the Chargers could be a play there. Now, all of a sudden, you're going from taking these alt-overs at plus, you know, it's small plus money or division wins at, at just around two to one. Now, all of a sudden, you're going up to 17, 19 to one. I mean, I, I, so I get where you're coming from there. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, because we had the discussion last night on these first-year coaches where Josh McDaniels, like, I'm not, I'm not so quick to just say, well, because he's done it before and was basically a failure in Denver. Just because he's done it before means he'll automatically have figured out everything that went wrong from the first time. I mean, it's been like a decade and a half since he was a head coach. Where do you, fitting in with from the play calling and just the general things you have to do game management-wise as a head coach, where do you see McDaniels fitting in? Like if you had to rank the 10 new head coaches this year, McDaniels is one of the few who actually does have previous experience. Yeah. Like where do you slot him in of those 10 this year? It really depends on how much has he grown. Because if he has grown from what was a tumultuous time in Denver, he could be easily in the top three. Easily. Now, again, we're talking about a, a class that has Doug Peterson, who I think Doug Peterson got a bad rap for how it ended in Philly, even though it wasn't necessarily his fault. Kevin O'Connell could potentially have a high ceiling, but look, if McDaniels, if McDaniels has truly learned from the mistakes he made in Denver, being a top three coach that was hired this offseason, absolutely a play for him. Probably put Peterson one. I would say right now. But McDaniels, certainly high ceiling. We're going to pivot to Major League Baseball next. Juan Soto, where will he end up next? We've got odds on that. We'll talk about it after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We welcome you back in primetime action on this Thursday evening from Las Vegas, South Point Sportsbook Studio. Uh, it appears, Jeff, we've still got a 5-2 margin there, bottom of the fourth. Our producer, Wyatt Tomczyk, a strikeout away from Luis Garcia. Uh, they're heading to the fifth inning now in that one. And then, uh, what, did we get, did Javi Baez get back to the plate, Jeff, for Detroit? I don't think he You did. Add, he did, and he struck out. Oh, he should have bet it. He should have bet it. <laughs> look at that. I, I, I can't bet that. Well, we're, we're not. I, the DraftKings prop, but really, Jeff, the only, probably the only wow. host who actually gets that into the weeds who's looking to bet exact outcome on a that next might, that, might, that might be prop. my best recommendation in a long time. <laughs> I'm sure no one, because of the absurdity of the bet, I'm sure no one listened. You and need, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't listen on you that. You need one. a rebound after the uh, Sandy Alcantara jinx you put last week. Oh, man. Yeah, that was. That was that was pretty good. Oh, even though, was, even though yeah. Ben brought, I, I don't know if we we brought this to air about last Friday on the show, where I had the no grand slam bet. That that where, was. Where, where thankfully, yeah. for my sake, Julio Rodriguez earlier in the night had hit a grand slam, because legitimately the last game of the night, with arguably the best closer in baseball, who is really struggling right now, and Josh Hader, gave up a walk off grand slam. To end the final game of the night to uh, Mike Yastrzemski, which if that had beat me, that would have been all timer. Would have been all timer. Well, as soon as it happened, I, and I had, I was about to text Jeff because that would have been one of the most hilarious ways to lose a bet ever. And yes, I was, um, I was almost disappointed that Julio Rodriguez did a grand slam. <laughs> Having said that, I know the group text would have lit up with you, Kelly, had that actually happened, and you would have lost that way. By the way, that blown save—the worst blown save in the Statcast era from Josh Hader. Three home runs. Six runs in two thirds of it. In, well, what, in third wait, wait, what, 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 what do you mean by that? But just by the amount just, of hard hit I, balls? I, th I think so. There's a lot of stat cast vagueness, but apparently that's what they said. It's not okay, like the stat cast error is all that. That deep. seems interesting, but all right, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Ben, I got to ask you as a Brewers fan, how concerned are you with Hader? Because he started off just phenomenal, and now the last month and a half, he's been not yeah. good. I'm really not overly concerned. To me, part like there's nothing velocity wise or. Anything else mechanically that looks wrong with Hader? To me, it's it's pretty much mental, and they like they've used him a lot more this year too. Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee has, and I, like combined with that, there's been a lot of off the field issues. His wife had a really difficult pregnancy; he had to leave the team two different times, skip the All Star game, and I, that to me again, you don't want to ever play like psychologist when you're trying to handicap the stuff. But you that to know. me, that to me was clearly the bigger issue for Hader. It's not the stuff; the stuff's fine. It's going to be fine. Probably the All-Star break could not have come at a better time for any singular player than Josh Hader. So, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about him. Even though this is, I mean, why? You, I mean, it's a fair question to ask, though, because this has been the worst stretch of his career by a pretty wide margin. But, guy, but, guy goes, he didn't even give up in a, he did not give up did, a run until June, until June, no, and he, he now has a 450 ERA. Yeah, look, so. again, it also kind of just shows how such a small sample it is for it is. for relief pitching where that can happen, uh, where all of a sudden you have five weeks of mediocrity and boom, your numbers look terrible, which yeah. they, which for hater hater, having a four or five ERA is like a regular, a regular ordinary pitcher having an ERA over eight. That's Pretty essentially much. what it's like. Yeah. By the way, why it is one strikeout away here. 
Let's get it, Wyatt. Look, I mean, one strikeout away from getting Luis Garcia over. I, I'm nervous here because Garcia's at 88, and it's we're judge. in the fifth inning. Better not get a double play. I, I'm hoping he outside here. Okay, there we go. Nice swing and a miss here. Okay. Two sliders away. I think you you triple up here, slider away. I know I'm asking two non-baseball. Oh, ben used to pitch in high school. What do you mean? I was a situational lefty. That's my <laughs> JV high school. Apparently, you tell, you told the me only you requirement. Picked... You just had to bring me in right after the guy who threw the hardest because I threw like 71. Just give him oh, a you're hit. Oh, you junk baller. Well, my fastball was was that. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, if that's your baseline. Dang it! Come on, swing. My my dad was convinced I could make it to the big leagues simply because when I was a what, kid, just throwing seventy. No, 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 because Jamie Moyer was throwing like eighty six, ah, yes. and he was like, "Well, Jamie Moyer did it, so you can definitely do it." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure that that's exactly the same thing." All right, we we await uh, Luis Garcia, big pitcher. Why will let us know if he gets his, his third strikeout? Let's take a look at some of the odds though for Juan Soto next team. Bob Nightingale, uh, he came out with an article today looking at some of the early suitors, as that is called strike three. So, oh, I thought that right. that was a, such a delayed call there. We'll get a winner video while I set this up. Winner video for Wyatt. Congrats, Wyatt. That's going to be your first one on the show. Bang! That's a very Tom Checkian uh, uh, video to throw out. Oh, man, this is such a... I'd just like to thank the Academy. (laughs) All right. My family, my friends, Isaiah, Dakota... Uh, maybe get, Jeremy. You're, you're not, you're, you're, it's amazing. It, it, it took you 12 names to mention Sean, who's in the studio with us. Yeah, man. I saved the best for last. Yeah, I guess so. Save the, save the best. <laughs> I guess so. I'd like to thank Kelly Bidlin for taking a, a very specific vacation so I could do this. Yeah. Anyway, a 5-2 halfway home. Astros do get the win on the first five as well. First five goes well over their 5-2 middle of the fifth. So, Jeff, the story that Bob Nightingale came out with today, and it was it was really just a list of – who are the teams now starting to give offers to the Nationals for Juan Soto? We have odds courtesy of PointsBet. They're, one, they're really the one book that has consistently put up markets like these for the next team odds for Soto. Yankees are your favorite right now along with the Mets. So if we just read first the seven teams who have already at least given some sort of preliminary offer to the Nationals, it's the Yankees, it's the Mets, it's the Dodgers, it is the Giants, Cardinals, Padres and Mariners. So the Blue Jays are the only team on this list that is sub 10 to 1 on the odds board, Jeff, that have not officially put it in offer. Now we've got until August 2nd, so there's time. There's 12 days still to go here. And notably on this list, there is not the option, and this is obviously if he gets traded, so there's not nationals. It's, you can't just, you could not have that as an option. Since I still believe, Jeff, that's a pretty real possibility that he just doesn't get moved. Mm-hmm. And we saw the report today that the nationals. Like they, they want to include Patrick Corbin in some like they want to force teams to take on Patrick Corbin's hellacious hellscape of a of a contract right now. Like that could be potentially part of the deal. A, we have to start with first, Jeff. Do you believe that this deal will get done? Since we've heard conflicting reports as to if, and again, it was kind of agent driven from Scott Boris that a deal would be done, but we're also not sure if teams are willing to pay the price at least temporarily right now. So where do you stand on that? First off, I don't think he gets dealt. I don't think so. By the deadline. I think if he gets dealt, he gets dealt in the offseason. I would be very surprised if the turnaround is that rapid on Soto going anywhere. Let's go through this real quick, Ben, because anyone anyone who was not mentioned in that article, I think you can consider to be out. So Blue Jays, Jays, forget about it. Yeah, I don't think so. And everybody else who was not mentioned is in that 10 to 13 to 1 range. I just don't. I mean, the Red Sox basically did the same thing with trading Mookie Betts out. They're not gonna. Yeah. They're not gonna do it. They don't want to pay him. The Astros? No, I don't see the Astros doing that. And then the Braves? No, don't see that. Sorry, wide. But you look at the you look at the the other teams here. Let's start with the Mets. I have a very hard time seeing that the Nationals and and keep in mind here, Lerner family is leaning towards selling this team sooner rather than later. But can you imagine the backlash that would come from the fan base in D.C. if they traded Juan Soto, who could very easily be considered the best player in baseball, to a division rival who finally has an owner who's willing to pay money? Mm. It would just look terrible. And that's what I've been skeptical with, with with the Mets in this. Now, the Mets have the prospects. They're the best prospect in baseball in Francisco Alvarez. They have Brett Batty in, in the minor leagues. They have Mauricio. They have other pieces that can be dealt if they're willing to give up three 
for uh, for Soto, but I just don't see it with, with with the Mets. It doesn't make much sense. Cardinals, I have a hard time seeing them willing to pony up five hundred million, Ben, for a long term contract. I have a very hard time seeing. It does not that. seem very cardinal like. So that really remains. I don't think the Giants will do it either. So that leaves four teams. That leaves the Yankees. That leaves the Dodgers. That leaves the Padres, and that leaves the Mariners. The Mariners. We got to, yeah, I was just saying, we go to Seattle yeah, real quick because it's intriguing. Seattle has the guys. And they don't even have to consider giving up Julio Rodriguez. They no. have enough guys. I mean, you go, Kel, I mean, Kelnick. Kelnick you have Matt, Matt Brash, Brash. You have plenty of guys who you can give up. And you, the name Julio Rodriguez doesn't even have to come up. How great is that for Seattle? You could have two of the most exciting outfielders in the game in your same outfield. So Seattle's the most intriguing one here again. That is a team that is randomly spent big at times more than anything. But they have the the money. They have all the Nintendo money. It interests me just because they were the most aggressive team on a – I mean, just an overall aggregate basis in this offseason. It's not, you know, not like the moves necessarily were, I mean, the biggest signings, you know, Jesse Winker, Hanio Suarez, but they were at least very, very willing, and it was very obvious that they were going to be as aggressive as anybody, Jeff. So you have to give them a puncher's chance. I mean, again, these are, these, it's not like these are odds that are available that widely. It's not like the limits are very high on these, but should be probably shorter than 9-1. to one. Yes, the Mariners are the bet here. The Mariners, to me, if you're going to make a bet at this at points bet, I would bet Seattle. In the end, though, I think when this trade ends up happening, which I really do think will happen in the offseason, I know the Yankees have not really spent huge money, and the whole Aaron Judge situation has been messed up by them. I think the Yankees are where he ends up. Mm. And if I'm the Yankees, I'd much rather have 12 years of Juan Soto than 12 years of Aaron Judge. That's a... That's a Pretty frightening thought to even have. <laughs> I, don't even th- I don't even think it's for debate. Just look at no, the No, I get it. I totally get it. Juan Soto, 9-1 to one to the Mariners. Awfully intriguing. All right, we'll come back. More NFL talk when we return. Some specials next on Primetime Action. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season. For your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes, head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. We ended up with a couple crazy soccer results last night, Jeff, in the ridiculous the Premier League slash MLS team friendlies yesterday Everton shocking what that what happened to uh, Minnesota United so I don't know if you were actually betting on that I wasn't how about how about uh, Chelsea losing in PKs to Charlotte Chelsea lost to Charlotte in PKs yeah so crazy things were happening anyway for, for somebody who's not really into soccer like I am what type of talent are these teams coming from Europe to play in the United States? I mean, they're the top. I mean, again, it's the top teams in the world, but they're yeah. not sending their but A squads. Yeah. Okay. Like Chelsea had Christian Pulisic because then he's an American yeah. biggest draw. Like they'll, they are kind of required to have a few of the stars there, but it's by no means their full squad. And those guys will play some of the game, but they're not going to play the whole game. See, they at least make it marketable, but it's not, you know, so again, there's literally nothing you can take away from these friends. Gotcha. It's kind of what we talked about last night. They're so ridiculous. Yeah. Certain spots you can bet on those big favorites, like a Bayern Munich who just, just thrashed DC United easily. Anyway, that was yeah, that, that was the biggest misbet of the entire year, yeah. basically. That was a classic July 20th. Uh, should should have been wager on a night where nothing else was happening. Well, at least things are going on now. We're to the top of the sixth here. Still Astros 5, Yankees 2. Both starting pitchers are out of the game, so good thing for White. Got his, his strikeout in right before they took out Garcia. Still nothing, nothing in game two of that same-day doubleheader in Oakland between the Tigers and A's into the bottom of the fourth. We've had the AFC West discussion throughout the last couple of days, Jeff. We have some other alt markets now for this. Want to get your take on First off, what are the odds? We don't have a – this is just a single posting at uh, DraftKings. There's not a no price offered here. Is 18-1 to 1 for all four teams to make the playoffs? Like how fair not do you think enough. those are, odds are? Not good enough. I was kind of thinking the same. 25-1 to 1 at a minimum, and that's still probably too short. You or think, you, or huh? if you want to really have fun, and this can be an assignment for, for Wyatt here over the next Uh-oh. few minutes, just legitimately put them all into the into – the, uh, Go to DraftKings, put all the playoff odds in, 
in and see what it spits out. See what the true odds are supposed to be. All right, well, challenge accepted. All right, there we go. Challenge accepted. There we go. Why Tom Check doing Wyatt. some hard producing here mid-show. But to me, I, I think you would need at least 25 and probably more. And again, I'm lower on Denver. That's the biggest holdup. Because most people would say, well, it's Oak, it's, uh, it's Vegas. Vegas. Well, yeah, yeah. But, but for me, the Chargers, again, a lot of things had to go wrong for the Chargers to miss the playoffs last year, and it did happen. The Chiefs, even though I think they will start slow, I still think they're pretty easily in the postseason. I have a hard time seeing them yeah. falling all the way out. So then that leaves Denver and the Raiders, where the Raiders, to me, are a playoff team from last year where there are a lot of people who don't like them because they're like, oh, they got lucky. They won a lot of close games. All right. Sure, they may have been lucky last year, but this roster is so much better than what it was last year. If they did what a lot of teams do where they overachieve, make the playoffs, and don't change the roster, then, yeah, I would agree. Then the Raiders would be a team that I would look to fade this year. But when you go out and get – one of the best one of the best pass rushers to change teams, maybe the best pass rusher to change teams this offseason in Chandler Jones. You have the best wide receiver in football now in Devontae Adams there. They're significantly better. They're way better than they were a year ago. So that I don't like the the argument from someone's like, oh, they're gonna regress because they were lucky. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're much better than they were a year ago. And then Denver, again. I'm not saying they're going to go 6-11. and 11. That won't happen. Right. But the Broncos, to me, it's just a lot to ask of of a team that, let's face it, Nathaniel Hackett has a lot of things to change there because the culture by the end with Fangio was just a mess. It really was just a mess. So you get Russell Wilson in there. You have a shot, obviously, to be competitive when you have Russell Wilson. So, uh, But that price needs to be better than what it is. Why are we we're still efforting here? Still effort. It took Still me a little efforting. bit to okay. find the uh, page. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Still the page. The other alternative you could do too, like if you were thinking that's how it would go, or actually Denver is the team you'd look to short, mm -hmm. and because that's not really reflected in the odds, right? Where the it's the Raiders who are the longer shot. Could you just play? Could you play eighteen to one, and then also take a piece of Denver plus one twenty five? No. Now that you I, could, you'd, you'd probably want the the juice to be a little higher there on the no, more of a plus money price. But if that's what you think, that's. Another alternative of uh, of playing that right now, I mean, if if you're if you're thinking of it that way, you're you're kind of getting you're. I mean, again, you're maybe, sort of getting then, you're getting into the weeds a little bit, but that but, is that is a realistic. But then what happens when the Raiders miss the playoffs? Then right, like or or I'm saying if you have conviction on the Raiders, Kansas, what happens yeah. if Kansas City misses the playoffs? Like there are just too many things that can go wrong for you on that. I, I wouldn't do that, Ben. Okay. Could you imagine if Kansas City misses the playoffs though? I I mean, for for that team where, again. Have hosted the AFC title game the last Crazy. four seasons. So based we may on never the, see that again. Uh, based on the odds, I, I don't. Why you? Hold oh, please. Oh, well, all right. So I just did it. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so based on the uh, on the odds at DraftKings, where if you just run through this, Chiefs minus two fifteen to make the playoffs. You've got uh, the the Chargers are minus 160, Broncos minus 150. Raiders are the only team that are a dog right now at plus 160. So a four-team parlay on all four of those outcomes. A $100 bet would get you about 931. So it's about so it's about nine to – I mean, th those true odds based on where those are at is about nine and a half to one. Wow. So – Okay, that's – yeah. That's okay. But I think so, that kind of speaks to where the market is at in this division. So that's interesting. And that actual prop, which is now it's very bizarre that you see this. Usually it's, it's the other the way around. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you're getting, at least on the, the raw that's, numbers, you're getting a two to one value. There. That's fascinating because I always been, you always would have expected to see what you just said, where that's put up there and it's actually sh shorter than what the real odds are. You almost never see it double. Uh, so, but I mean, there's also some like if this, then that. You know, where if, like you're kind of assuming if you're, it's kind of hard to quantify that, right? Like you're assuming one of these teams is taking the place of another playoff position, so that has to be factored into these odds at some point. And if you're looking at every single team in the division, naturally that makes it a little more difficult. Uh, there are a couple other props though in this division that are are definitely worth spending a couple minutes on. The uh, the prop on who will have the most regular season passing yards in this division, essentially a quarterback handicapping exercise here. But it is uh, it is Justin Herbert. You would expect him as the favorite, Jeff, plus 120. Patrick Mahomes, plus 150. 
Little su- I'm a little surprised to see uh, Russell Wilson that far down at, at, at 12 to 1. I know you just laid out all the reasons you're not too high on, on Denver and Russell Wilson this year, but if we're, if we're to believe everything that's come out of that organization in the offseason and that they are going to expand the playbook and really get Wilson into a pass-first mentality, 12 to 1 does seem a little bit, uh, a little bit of an off number there. But again, I get it because you you'd have to top both Herbert and Mahomes in order to, uh, in order to do that. I wouldn't want Wilson if I'm going down the board here. I'd want Derek Carr. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm a little surprised yeah. that number's that long. Uh, someone's got to be north of 10 to 1. I know. <laughs> I mean, I know. So, I, I mean, I, I'm not overly surprised. Herbert, here, here's, here's this one. Herbert's going to be the guy who ends up leading this division in passing yards because the Chargers are just going to throw so much. We saw last year. That's why, like, if you're looking at interception props for Herbert, you may think Justin Herbert at 13 and a half, 14 and a half interceptions. Whoa, that's really high. But when you're throwing the rock 700 times, which could very well happen this year for Herbert, 14, 15 interceptions out of 700 is a pretty yeah. small percentage. So I think just by the volume that Herbert will have, and look, their car could have a lot of volume too and keep it tight on Herbert. But I still think in the end that Herbert, the rightful favorite, and I think plus 120, you could argue it's a little short, but I don't think it's crazy short. When you consider, though, that, I mean, the four, these four quarterbacks, they're all in the top 10 of the odds. Russell Wilson's 18-1 to 1 to lead the entire league in passing yards. And Derek Carr's 10-1. to 1. Mahomes, 8-1. to 1. Would you rather just bet Herbert at plus 650, Jeff? Or are you feeling like the insurance there of not having to deal with a Tom Brady or Matthew Stafford or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, or Dak Prescott, or Aaron Rodgers. Those are the only other guys in the middle of that, uh, in the middle of that tier. The other guys in the top ten who are not AFC West quarterbacks. Is a is the near five dollar difference to you, Jeff, worth the insurance you're taking? Where instead of playing the plus six fifty and dealing with those other guys, you'd take the plus one twenty. Granted, you're still dealing with three other guys in the top ten on the odds board who who should profile to throw a lot of yards. Is that something you do? You feel like the the math works in your favor there to. Uh, take a take a much smaller plus price number, but one with few fewer competition in it. Yeah, well, I mean, again, it's for as opposed to the rest of the having everyone else when you're going through just the lead the NFL in passing yards here. But again, they, to just go back to to Herbert here, like we could have a, he could lead the league's history in most pass attempts this year. It wouldn't shock me if that happens. So yeah, like a like I'd be more willing to lay a plus. Uh, did, excuse me take a price of plus 120 in this sort of market than probably yeah. Herbert at 6 to I think it's plus 650 650 yeah, yeah. to 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 lead the uh, to lead the league in passing lines look I'm always going to take the position if you can narrow your especially when you look at props like this if you can narrow the player pool you're having to bet against I'm willing to take a you know take a lower payout than having to deal with as you pointed out because I mean there could be somebody that's a dark horse that we talked about Kirk Cousins 18 to 1 that's I mean that's totally realistic as well when we return after this great NFL discussion, we'll talk some college football. Our thoughts on the preseason here next on Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on primetime action where we have another dinger in Houston, Jeff Barles. Chaz McCormick goes deep. It is 7-2 Houston. And this whole... Doubleheader sweep out of the All-Star break, looking more and more like a reality the longer we go here, Jeff. 3-2 in earlier today, backing Christian Javier in Game 1. 7-2 lead into the bottom of the sixth uh, with a live total now at 11.5. So we're going to see Houston, Jeff. I mean, you look at where the, the standings are at now. Yankees, at least entering today, 64-28, and going to go to 64-30. and Houston from 59-32 and to 61-32. and that's cool. Well, look. It's tightening. Think, screws are tightening. So, so, screws are tightening, for one. But I think the bigger thing here is that the Astros, remember, had that four-game series in the Bronx where the Yankees needed two very late comebacks to even salvage a split. Mm-hmm. There is, and again, this can happen with the Yankee team that the ALCS has been their peak with this group multiple times. Last year, they didn't even make it out of a wild card game. I would be concerned, Ben, if this was the ALCS for the Yankees if they don't do anything at the deadline. They really need to get – and, again, I said this a few weeks ago, and a few people tweeted back at me saying that I was wrong, and I think I'm right on this. The Yankees' biggest need at the trade deadline is pitching, which may not seem like that on the surface. But who are you trusting in a playoff start in their rotation at this point? Who are you trusting? Tough, tough question I, I to answer. I don't trust anyone. I, like even Cole, who I think Cole gets a bad rap for some very bad one-offs and wild card games through his career. But other than Cole, who do you trust? I don't trust anyone and, in that rotation. Um, and regardless of what you think about Nestor Cortez, you're going to be throwing out a guy with zero Cortez postseason has no experience. Playoff experience. And also, pre- too, I mean, it's Cole, and that's basically and, it. If and we're for being Cortez, honest. like he's been a phenomenal story this year, but the guy's going to hit a wall at some point. Yeah, Jordan like, Montgomery, it, Domingo Herman, who gets lit up tonight. Jamison Tyone, the other options there. Montgomery was decent, but again, that's not a guy you're heading into a postseason start expecting him to give you, you know, seven strong and a couple learned. I mean, so, that's just not the reality. So Jeff and Ben, uh, you, you talk about pitching. Who would you think that the Yankees should go after? Is it is it I mean, Castillo, Castillo from the Reds? The obvious one. Okay. At least Castillo is yeah. the guy who has to be moved. Cincinnati announcing today they they are shopping him actively. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm still surprised that Frankie Montas has not been traded to somebody. I think Castillo's be- a better piece for the Yankee team than, than Montas is. I still think. I mean, I, if you're the Yankees, you'd take either, right? Uh, sure. I, either of them would be your second best, at least to me, your second most trustworthy starter going into a postseason series. And again, I could be wrong about Cortez. Cortez could fly through this whole year, be really good the whole year, pitch at that all-star level that obviously is in the all-star game. But I, I just don't see it. And the Severino injury really throws a wrench into this because if Severino was healthy, that would be a guy that I would trust. But I don't trust him to get through a full season, and he's hurt right now. On the aisle with a strained lat at the moment, uh, Luis Severino. Ah, look, it's, it's the first time that we've really felt any pressure on the Yankees all season. Kind of wild it's taken until this moment, July 21st, coming out of the All-Star break. But hasn't been the cleanest uh, couple of weeks stretch. Meanwhile, speaking of Frankie Montas, in potentially his last start as an A, maybe the penultimate start for him. Five shutout to this point, and uh, kind of like I thought, they yeah, they took him out after only five innings. So that's why I, I didn't end up getting involved on the strikeout prop, and I believe he – actually, he only went three innings tonight, Monta, so he was uh, so he was certainly limited 
regardless, it was a good outing. Just two hits and a walk. First appearance in 17 days after going on the I.L. Nothing, nothing game as they're into the A's bullpen there into the now the top of the sixth inning. Uh, meanwhile, I mean, Hill for, for Detroit, it's been uh, pretty solid as well. These are two teams, not exactly the, uh, the heaviest lineups we're ever going to see, but Garrett Hill, five shutout as well. He's still in the game right now for Detroit. We're going to talk more NFL a little bit later in the show. Sam Munson will join us in about 20 minutes, but right now, Jeff, college football. We had a great conversation last night. That was so fun with Tim Brando, even though his best bet was the uh, Kansas over one and a half wins, which we think is actually probably a decent bet this year. Well, let's look at the top and see where we feel like the value lies. We saw the report come out yesterday. I mean, USC getting more futures money, more tickets than anybody right now. But it's still, look, Alabama and Georgia are still the teams you're going to have to contend with. There's SEC Media Days right now, uh, which is just a great uh, you know, piece of bloviation among that, among that esteemed conference down in the South. But the reality is Alabama, you have to think, Jeff, rightful favorite at plus a buck seventy-five. It's Georgia who are your defending champs, but third on the odds board at four to one, and then Ohio State at three to one. If we're just looking at those top three, Jeff, that appear to be your your pretty clear cut favorites, is it Alabama you give a significant edge to coming in enough to actually make a wager on them to win it all, or is there another way you'd be looking at a team like that if you are still bullish on them heading into this fall? It's a two team race. I don't like saying this on July twenty first, but this is a two team race for the national title. It's Alabama, it's Ohio State. If you want to throw Georgia in, fine, I guess. Just so many guys to replace on a defense make that hard to really get there. If you want to bet USC, go ahead. I mean, be my guest. Uh, You're just making donations. That defense is not good enough to win a national championship. Now, are they good enough to make a playoff? Sure. They're more than good enough to win the Pac-12, actually get a Pac-12 spot in the playoff. But they're not they're not beating Ohio State, their future conference made in the playoff game. They're not beating Alabama. It's not happening. So for me, this is a two-horse race where Georgia's the one team that could get into the race. And then after that, I mean, Clemson at 10-1. to 1. Okay, is DJ Uyunglele actually going to be good now? Didn't show any signs of that last year. I mean, who knows? So I, that's way too short. Oklahoma has a new coach at Venables. I don't know what he's going to be as a head coach. A&M talented, but do you really think Alabama's losing to them back-to-back years? And you really think Saban is losing to Jimbo after that whole mess this offseason? I mean, number one recruiting class coming into Tuscaloosa. After they, I mean, remember, they won the SEC last year, but lose to Georgia in the national title game. What is interesting, and certainly part of this, Jeff, has to do with Georgia being right there in the SEC and that potentially being another rematch for the SEC championship, but... Ohio State, actually, the yes price juiced higher on them to make the playoff. If you look at this stuff, Jeff, I mean, minus 255 for Ohio State, minus 240 on Bama making the playoff. Are those two of the rarer situations where you would actually lay a pretty significant price on a team like that? Or is there another market you'd look at for those two teams? If you're, just, if you're, trying to, if you're that high on those two and you don't necessarily want to take the actual price on them to win it outright, I mean, minus two, you know, two and a half bucks on both of those teams, roughly. I, I've, you could find you could find uh, and talk yourself into worse bets, certainly on the odds board, right? Yeah, I would much rather have win totals over for these teams. And the issue is, on a lot yeah. of books, Alabama. I mean, the win total is eleven and a half. I mean, you got to yeah, well, go. You got to. You got. I mean, you and, get a plus price to go over, but and, and I don't for, want that. And for Ohio State, well, again, if these are still available at DraftKings, if you can get a ten and a half minus two fifty five oh. on Alabama, that's I mean, pretty good. Yeah. For Ohio State, there's eleven, and there's ten and a half, same similar juice. Look at Ohio State's schedule. Who is Ohio State losing to? Assuming that C.J. Stroud stays healthy. Who is Ohio State losing to? I can Sorry, tell you, Ryan, I can tell you Jeff. Michigan Oh, again. they're losing to Michigan. Yeah, not again. No, Har- Harbaugh's in Ryan Day's head. Just let's let you know about that. <laughs> Why Tom Schick? Big, uh, big Michigan guy. Big so, Michigan so, you know, 40 to 1, Michigan. There you go. It's, uh, there's some good value but, there. But, but, uh, but Ohio State, like, look at their schedule. They've won tough road games. There weren't tough road games in Happy Valley at Penn State because wild things can happen on whiteout night in the middle of Pennsylvania. Yeah. But, I mean, look at that schedule. And they're a 14-and-a-half-point <laughs> favorite opening night against Notre Dame. Tough way to ring in a new era. Thing. So, so, so no like, faith in Notre football. Dame, Jeff? No, no, no. Uh, first game for Marcus, Marcus Freeman, Freeman, no that's thank a tough you. Ask. Okay. But, but you look at, the, like, look at the rest of the schedule. Like The two good teams in the West go to Columbus. Like, Iowa's not going to the shoe and beating them. 
Come on. Wisconsin's not either. So the road games, like I said, their four road games are, 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 are Penn State, who I think could be pretty good, but they're an eight, nine win team. Michigan State, who was competitive with Ohio State for a grand total of five seconds last year. And in Maryland and Northwestern, who very easily could be two of the four worst teams in the conference. So it's just of the elite of the elite. And again, I don't love laying over $2 juice on a win total. I don't see how Ohio State loses more than one. And it would take a lot for them to lose one, Ben. I was going to say, if you could find the 10 and a half out there, I mean, that's one of those where you start comparing juice prices. It's like up to $3 I mean, on that, and it's still probably Especially when it's bet. minus 255 to make the playoff. Yeah. And you're getting minus 205 on an over, uh, on over 10 and a half. That, that is, yeah, I'm, and I'm surprised you can even get that in, in any, uh, any market to, at this point. No, so no love for Michigan. It's, it's been very apparent, though, even in this quick well, exercise. Michigan's going to start Why, off three and Because uh, they're not Michigan conference. fan. You can't, yeah. We can't have an objective opinion on yeah, Michigan. Well, Why? Michigan's going to start off three and no because their non-conference is very bad. But Michigan, the, the, the one thing I am scared about going to Columbus, Ohio, Michigan has not won in Columbus since Tom Brady's first year in the NFL. It's a long time, last time I checked. Well, you, you're, you're telling me Michigan's, Michigan's non-con of Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn is not difficult? UConn was good ten years ago. Yeah. Jeff and I were at a night? great uh, we're at a great UConn Masuka back in the day. Nine the seven, one of the worst time. college football games <laughs> I have ever witnessed in person. Our early thoughts on college football. A lot more thoughts still to get to on that, but up next, we'll update all the scores as we roll into hour number three on primetime action. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.